What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real-deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of the Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace. We are here to spread the sparkle. I have another amazing guest joining me this week, the beautiful Shayla Romanishin. What's up? Hello. Thanks for having me, Kaylee. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. So, oh my God, Shayla and I met over 10 years ago. Yeah. In Australia, we were living it up. We were having so much fun frolicking around. I know Surfers Paradise for sure. That's where we first met, right? Was it Surfers or before Surfers? Byron Bay? Right, yeah. I can't remember. I just know we did the East Coast, like a lot of it together. But either way, Mm -hmm. super fun. We we loved life. We made the most of it for sure. (laughs) Lots of funny stories from those days. Absolutely. So I will let Shayla explain who she is and what she does with the good old who are you and what do you do? Thanks, Kaylee. So as you mentioned, my name is Shayla Romanishin, that long Ukrainian last name from <laughs> So I really am proud you said that very Girl, well, I literally <laughs> feel like we had lessons on how to say your last name when we met and it was like flashbacks. I didn't forget. I was like, it's Romanishin. I know it's Romanishin. <laughs> Totally. It is. Honestly, you're probably like top three people that have ever said it, but you're right. We did go through some lessons, but I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's good memory from all that time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. But yeah, I'm a 30-year-old female that lives in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So I'm a prairie girl. Um, some people, if you ask some friends or colleagues, they may call me the boss-ass bitch or the boss babe. That's kind of I like, like I that. Right now. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, or some might just say I have too much on my plate, but you know, we can argue both ways. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm here for a badass boss bitch. Let's go. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I mean, of course, that comes with lots of lessons I've learned along the way, which we can touch on tonight for sure. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So you're the regional director for Hub Financial and also the president for it's an entrepreneurship. I, I haven't heard of it, but is it a Saskatchewan based thing? It is a Saskatchewan-based okay. thing, and there cool. are some variations of it across the country, but mm-hmm. it is pretty unique to Saskatchewan. So, yeah, I, you know, I kind of got introduced into that organization kind of through um, some of the companies, just some of the network that I've done. But, you know, I started in the financial services industry about 10 years ago, um, started with a local private equity firm that focused on raising capital. And then, yeah, I kind of worked as, worked as their regional rep, working with financial advisors, you know, other professionals that would really deal with clients when making investment decisions. So, you know, financial nice. world stuff. Yeah, but I was going to say, things. that stuff sounds fancy to me. I'm like, ooh, the money. She working with that money. <laughs> yeah. And as you mentioned, I, I moved over to Hub Financial, which is, you know, a company that um, has a parent company that's globally recognized. And then I work for... Um, kind of the prairie region here in Canada under Hub Financial, which is which is awesome. But what what makes some of those roles really exciting is because I get the freedom to kind of get involved in the community, which has really been it's been important to me forever. 
Yes, um, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. called Skype. So often people search Skype, and that is not the same thing. <laughs> we're, we're called the Saskatchewan Young Professionals and Entrepreneurs, and I've been a member for many years. I, you know, became well, you know, I fell in love with the organization. I started as a board member probably about six years ago, seven years ago, and then this year, just past um, or in 2022, at the very end of the year, they announced me as president. Um, for our region, which is really awesome. Exciting. How does that work? Do you get voted in or like, how do they do it? You do get voted in. Yeah. So nice. it's quite formal. It's having a good time. We do have formalities. So I did get voted in. They didn't just say, well, I guess you <laughs> she's <laughs> awesome. She's the one. Yeah. I love that. That's really great. So what kind of things do you do with this organization? Yeah, so Skype has, you know, a few different focuses. Our motto is connect, inspire, and engage. And so it really falls into that category of that young professional entrepreneur. Mm. And so, you know, I know you've had a lot of experience with startups, whether they're in the tech industry or, you know, kind of in other areas. But, you know, in Saskatchewan, we're pretty diverse. You know, we've got, you know, really big focus on every industry sector you can think of. And the thing is, is you don't really start as a CEO, right? <laughs> you know, maybe That's in your right. own company, but when you're kind of growing, you, you don't have that executive team. You don't have a, you know, a big team. So you start somewhere. And a lot of that comes from networking and really building your business. Exactly. And yeah, people come to to do that. Oh, my God. Okay, I love that. I just have to say, because like this particular, like this podcast, for instance, this is like another one of the entrepreneurial ventures I've taken. But this is like the one, like I feel it. But also yeah. like what you're saying with like, getting like different networking that would be so helpful like for someone like me with i mean i'm doing it all myself but i know that's not feasible forever you know so i love that you offer that kind of yeah. stuff that's awesome well, it, it is absolutely you hit that on on the head too is that you know you know you have an amazing outgoing personality but it didn't you know people might come to you and probably say oh it's just easy because you're just outgoing like you have to start <laughs> yes yes exactly <laughs> oh my gosh yes the starting of this was so overwhelming because i'm not a techie girl i don't know how to do all this stuff i can talk to people no problem but all the other parts of it i was like what is this <laughs> To it absolutely and and as an entrepreneur you have to think of all these different things and so the only way to do that is to really you know talk to other people that have done it before that mentorship piece of it which is so big and so yeah. like I can remember even you know myself starting you know 10 years ago in the industry you know and I'm this girl with blonde hair who doesn't know anything about networking and I was told by my CEO that I'm supposed to go to these you know big events that are five hundred or uh, you know a thousand people and represent the company like what am I supposed to say to these people I don't know what I'm doing and so it was places like site where you can get to know some of these like-minded individuals you know get to get to start your path there yes oh my gosh yes okay I'm now I'm like okay after I'm done here I'm gonna have to google where is that in Vancouver because I like and just like you said you start your own right yes I'll get you as my my pro to tell me how to do it all there girl Right. I love that so much because like entrepreneurship is such a beautiful thing, but it is so challenging because like it's all you like you're the one that has to take those steps and like go do the do like nobody's going to be hounding you like do your work like you have to do it. So I'm always curious to hear. I mean, you work with entrepreneurs. How like do you give them mindset tips or what are your top three tips for an entrepreneur? Like I always like to get in there. I'm like, what's the mindset stuff that you would be yeah. talking about? 
it's true and and you're right honestly there's there's always gonna be themes within that right and you know a lot of these things i find people have been telling people for a long time right there are things you've heard before every entrepreneur has heard things like you know set goals and make sure they're attainable goals so that you can actually match that and i think that's all good but i think there's a lot of things too like you know, social media can be such a deficit and such an amazing thing for us, right? Because we're yes. comparing ourselves all the time. So even in, you know, my years, you know, even in the industry, you know, for me, it was getting out of my own head and I didn't come up with that, but Preach, it was girl. <laughs> yeah, it was mentors. And there was one lady in you know, that comes to mind specifically. And, you know, she's kind of the boss as bitch always said I wanted to be right. And so she was like, this is your problem. It is right between your ears. It is <laughs> your own head. That's going to be what stops you the most because it'll be your family that's the most critical. It'll be your best friend. It's going to be maybe even your partner in life. And if you can get over not only that part of it, the critical piece, but even in your own head, because there are so many you know places even in my life where you've been there, right? And you are the one that literally stops yourself. Always, literally, like yeah. this was a plan. I know I talk about this example often, but it's the perfect yeah. example. I yeah. had this in my head and my soul and my heart just knew I needed to do this. I'm saying years before I hit the record yeah. button because I was so scared, all the what ifs, yeah. a little bit of the perfectionist syndrome coming in. Cause like, I know what I want it to be. And I'm like, I can see that, but it's just not realistic. Like you gotta start somewhere. It's not gonna be yeah. perfect right away. You gotta get yeah. better and keep going. So. I feel that so hard. Like most of the time, it's me. I'm the problem. Yeah. What's that Taylor Swift song? Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I don't even know that whole song, but I've seen that real TikTok so many times now. I know okay. that part of it. <laughs> but yeah, like, and it's so true. And I feel like that's so relatable for so many dreamers out there. It's like you have these big visions, but then it's like, you know, for me, overwhelm's a big thing too. I'm like, oh God, because there's so many things. And it's so overwhelming with like social media, especially because it's all the information, which is beautiful, yeah. but it's like, how do you pick? Which one do I go with? Absolutely. And I think you you actually mentioned something too that comes to mind even within this kind of category is that envisioning it too, right? And I think there's so much power in envisioning where you're trying to go because, you know, you know, you're gonna have all the naysayers along the way, but as long as you're keeping, whether it's a vision board, if it's Pinterest account, like whatever that looks like, you keep envisioning that. And I cannot believe how many times I've went Oh my gosh, that happened. And yeah, I've been thinking about this for years. Yes. And I've, I've manifested what that was. Ooh, and it, yes, it's, girl. Manifest. You know, let's like, go. Let's go. Sure. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, even for me, I mean, I, I look back to, you know, triathlon training, right? But I ever thought I was going to be a triathlete? No. Did I pass the, you know, end? Yes. Okay, wait. Yeah. Okay, what? Tell me more about that. I'm like, you did a triathlon? Like, what? I know. I go all over the map. I said, well, and even too, you talk about these lessons or things you got to keep in mind, whether you're an entrepreneur or professional, you got to be open to trying things. And it kind of yeah. comes back into, you know, a few different stories I'll tell just about, you know, being open. Um, but I think that being open to trying new things can lead you to so many different areas in your life. I just and you'll got chills. Yeah. The chills always mean yes for me. I'm like, yep, that's so true. Oh my God. Yes, like even... Think about our Australia adventure. I never would have met you if we both right. didn't make that choice. Yeah. And look at this, you know, years later, look at where we're at and what happened. That's right? it. The so. networking. I was saying that to my partner. He was like, he always asked like who I'm interviewing. So I was saying, mm -hmm. oh yeah, it's my, my friend Shayla. I met her, la la la. And he's like, these people, like you, you've met them so long ago. And they, I'm like, but there was a reason, obviously you're a beautiful soul. So of course we were going to meet each other, but 
just when I look at where we're at now, it's just so amazing to me because I'm like, look at this. Like, look at this. All from one yeah, choice. Yes. So amazing. With the triathlon, did you do every single thing or did you like do it in a team? Because I always envision doing a team because I'm a swimmer. So I'm like, yes, give me the water. But the other two things, I was like, I don't want to do those. But you did yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, we'd be a good team because I, I did do the whole thing, but I should not have done the swim. <laughs> it was, I was absolutely the underdog because I was 100% the last one out of the lake. Um, but, you know, I, it was a girlfriend of mine that we had worked together and she was, you know, she's years older than me, but we connected. I've been always told I have an old soul. And so let's embrace it. Yeah. And so her and I trained together was awesome because, you know, challenged me to something new. You know, I'm a little bit younger, so it kind of helped her keep up with some of the athletic pieces, even though she could still kick my butt. <laughs> and so, you know, we started training. And what we really said was that we just need to sign up and just decide we're going to do it. And we'll just make it happen and figure it out along the way. And so we did. So we signed up and about, you know, two and a half, three years later, we were outside of Edmonton at a small lake and looking at this water, wetsuit on, going, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know you know you train for years even though you know I was in my 20s so you're still trying to play a couple roles right you're still partying and oh fun and yes doing all how long and is a triathlon also are they all the same or do they all differ not no it really depends we we did what was called a it's a half iron map so it's, oh. it's a long triathlon it's about a two kilometer swim you 90 kilometer bike and then you do a half or a, a half marathon which is another 21 kilometers did you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just wrapping my brain around those numbers you just said for the bike and the run. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, it, you it go girl, you're a boss ass bitch. That's what you were thinking. <laughs> just decided. I said, we're just going to do this. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. Like I can't tell you, Kaylee, how crazy, you know, going through that mindset of like, you should just stop now. And that whole, this is your own problem. The, you know, space between your ears. It got to me so bad because I saw people in my age category starting to head back while I'm still kind of running. And, you know, I remember even passing some of the teammates I've trained with for years. And I'm like, how much time do I have? Do you think I could make it? And before they could even say no, the look on their face said it to me. They're like, you know, time's not looking good. And so I had to tell myself in that moment, you can do it and just keep going. And yes. I said that over and over and over for about two hours. And I ran the fastest half marathon I've ever ran because it was a mind yes. oh my god yes okay stories like that give me life because it really proves to you it is like I used to do CrossFit for the longest time and it's still great it's just not where I'm at anymore but same thing certain lifts if I knew how heavy it was I was scared to put it over my head or to do whatever I was like no but but if they didn't tell me what was on there I could just do it so it's so freaking true yeah it is yeah it's just that might have mattered. You're so much more capable than what you think you are and in any stage, right? And so even within a business, you know, you're kind of hitting that, you know, that first goal in sales or, you know, you've hired two more people than you thought you were at that point. And, you know, margins are looking good and, and things are kind of progressing. Something is going to come up. So, you know, that's another thing to be, you know, aware of is that change is inevitable. Like change yes. is going to happen, good or bad. Whether you like it or not, <laughs> it's coming for you. And that's a, like, sometimes I have to laugh at it because, you know, we all go through these things in life and sometimes you're just like, what? Like, how, how, how is this where I'm at? Good and bad, exactly like you said. But a lot of times too, those hard moments, I, don't get me wrong, while you're in it, no, you're feeling all the things. 
But when you move through those sticky bits and like approach it as like a challenge, not as like, not as a problem, but as like, how can I overcome this? Like that's where it's at. And again, it always comes back to your beautiful mindset, that beautiful brain. And it always will take you places. Like trust yourself too. intuition, people, you need to like lean into that more. Cause the more you like try to ignore your intuition, it can be challenging to reconnect with it. Or if you go through trauma and things like that, that kind of cloud you a little bit. Cause I found I've always been very in tune and like very spiritual and into that, but went through some things in my adult life that really rocked me and really like, it was very, it was very difficult to work through. And then after coming out of that, I feel like I am so much more in touch with my intuition again. And when she's saying yes, it is so, it's like a certain feeling you can't replace. Like you just, you don't question it. And what, what the problem is, is our brains will come in and that's where the second guessing starts to happen. But if you know in your soul, you want to start that business, you want to get out there, you want to join some, a group, whatever, don't second guess. Like I battled with that for so long. And I'm like, that was another thing holding me back from approaching things was yeah. this. Yeah, I know. I have a perfect story for this moment because yes. I'm working in a moment with that. And so, you know, even through, you know, kind of high school and you're getting into, you know, university, I was always that person that I just didn't know what I wanted to do. You know, I knew about myself that I was open and, you know, I'm personable, I'm very yep. outgoing. So like, where does that lead me? So dad one day is like, well, I mean, your aunt is a nurse and she makes good money and she's outgoing and, you know, some things you want to do. Why don't you try it? And I'm like, oh, what the heck? That should be a fit. And I remember kind of starting and going to school. I was working for a nursing home and just, I just was fighting with something. It just didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And so I was in Saskatoon and I'm at a red light and I look to my side and there are two women standing. One in scrubs and, you know, she looks exhausted and you know, you know, again, they have a role and they're the most amazing people out there. I just knew it wasn't me. Right next exactly. to her was a boss ass bitch holding her brief <laughs> on her phone. And I kind of, it just hit me like someone knocked me on the side of the head. That's kind of the, the route I want to pursue. And so yeah. sure enough, that moment when I accepted that, that was kind of fate or I was kind of moving down that path. I went to the mall because I was on the way to, I don't know, deal with the cell phone something. And I'm standing there, I remember at TELUS, and this guy next to me was a business recruiter. And he was a client of mine when I worked for a golf course years ago. And he goes, well, what are the odds? <laughs> like, let's do this. And I thought, you gotta be freaking kidding me. So I said, okay, let's do it. So I did all the, you know, resume upload and he helped me with that. And, you know, you do like your speed word test on keyboards and yeah, I kind of found myself into the industry quite quickly and just started to freaking move. That to me is the universe being like, yes. And it's just too freaky. Like the way it happened and how you, and what are the chances you run into this, this person? Like, <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah. Kind of to like see those two kind of options in life in front of me and, you know, running into, you know, this guy that could help and was willing to, too. So, you know, again, being open to, you know, hey, you know, I, I know someone that could help you. Okay. Let's talk about it. Yes. And I find too, like when you connect with people who you've already kind of had an interaction with, for me anyway, the trust is there more. Because again, I feel like with the way the world is, I'm talking like more online kind of stuff, you have to be a bit more careful just because you don't know sometimes who's on the other end of that. Like I have people reach out a lot, like we want to help you with your podcast or this. And I'm like, I don't think you're real. Like, I don't know you. And like, I just don't think it works like that. Yeah. I'm like, I am not getting scammed today. Like, no. 
leave me it is and you have to be a filter right you know and especially you kind of being your own boss like you have to filter through so much not only just day-to-day noise but now i've got to filter through literally people reaching out to me that i'm not sure if they're supposed to help or not you know and so now you're trying to weigh out odds of you know who do you accept help from who do you don't but you know mentorship goes a long way so no matter what you know recognizing mentorship is a big you know important piece too Yes, because like, again, before starting this, I looked to, I just searched random people and I found these groups of people who do pot, they're not the same as like, it's not the same style or anything, but they're very successful in what they do. So I was like, okay, like, I can pick up like my background's marketing and things like that. So I can look at what I need, because I already had the vision, which we talked about. So that was really helpful. And plus like that trust was there because I saw their credibility and things like that. So I think that's important too when you're looking to mentors, if you don't know them or someone doesn't recommend you, like look at what they've done and does it resonate with you? Like, is that your vibe? And there's another girl, I love following her. She's definitely more my vibe. And I'm like, I aspire, she's like a girl I would aspire to be like. Like I love seeing her journey and how she got to where she is. And it also is a good tip because I have this problem where I want it all now. And I, it's not that I don't want to work hard, but it's just because like, I see it, I see the end. Well, I'm sure the end goal is going to change a million times, but for the most part, I see kind of the big picture. I'm a big picture kind of thinker. So that's, it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, it's great. And then when it gets to the nitty gritty, I'm like, ah, but, but you know, it's a learning process for sure. But I look at like her timeline and I'm like, okay, she didn't achieve this in a year. She's in four years now. So I'm like, you have time, like relax, you're going to get there. Yeah, for sure. Well, good for you for, you know, searching that out sometimes too, right? Because I think that's sometimes where people, you know, hold themselves back because, you know, they look at these people that have had success and, you know, are kind of kicking it up, you know, rolling with things and you think, well, why would they even want to help me or, you know, why would I even reach out to them? But, you know, some of the best advice I've had from, you know, CEOs of large companies I've had opportunities to sit down with and, you know, I've expressed some of you know, my concerns maybe about like, how am I supposed to get to where you're at? You know, you've done this and yada, yada. And how am I even supposed to talk to people like you? And you kind of, you know, the one CEO I remember, he looked at me and he goes, what do you mean people like me? He goes, we're just people, Shayla. And I went, yeah, you're, you're right. You know, you guys, you know, you've done the hard work. And, you know, when they have that respect of you kind of coming up and being open to talking with them and, you know, talking to them like they're just a normal person, you know, just because they may have a lot bigger many more zeros yes. on the end of the it's like they're you know, a celebrity almost like that's how i feel i'm like oh, like you know what i mean yeah so i feel like i mean for people who are wired like me anyway it's okay to reach out for help you don't have to be like a lone wolf forever that's another thing i find too it's like releasing control over like what i do because i know what i expect or my standard or what i put into it and then it's like is this someone, if I let them edit this, are they going to do it the way I would do it? Like, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's something I also struggle with as an entrepreneur, which I know I'm going to have to get over. Like I have, but I also think it has to be the right fit. Well, for sure. I agree. I think there's, you know, so much value in kind of, you know, looking through who those people are going to be that you're going to put on your team, right? Because, you know, even talking about site, you know, kind of putting myself in that present role. Well, I've seen, you know, different roles within that board. I've, you know, been the communications chair and kind of worked through some of that or, you know, the events chair. And so, you know, you get to a spot where I'm at right now and, you know, I'm very much like you where I've got, you know, I always say this 50,000 foot view of, you know, where we're going to take it. And so, yeah, right. And then 
taking that vision and making it happen and keeping that in everyone's forefront is really your purpose. And you're right, delegating is such a hard thing sometimes because I'd rather just do it myself because then I know it's done. Everyone's problem, right? Then you now have to, you know, focus, switch your focus. And it's more about empowering those people, right? And, you know, opportunities and helping them see things in a different way. And so it's less about, you know, checkmarking off what the to-do list is or, you know, kind of micromanaging them because nobody likes that. Oh my God, that's the worst. I literally, I'm a very free bird. So I'm like, no, I'm like, I will get it done and I will get it done. Awesome. Don't bug me though. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But it is. And I think there's, you know, it's, you know, I don't know if I just see it a lot in the corporate world because that's what I surround myself with. But yeah, micromanaging is a huge problem. And so I think when, you know, you can have leaders around you that say, you know, good job and, you know, go run with it. And I trust you. you. I trust you, you know, so when you can feel that empowerment from someone in a leadership role, you will run so far, you won't even be able to see the line behind you. Oh, that'd be Shay with her triathlon. See ya. <laughs> well, I, wait, I wasn't that fast at the very end. But just faster. <laughs> but you finished and you got there. So that's all that matters. Absolutely. I feel like I'm like, I'm. this is typical me. I'm like, doot, 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 doot. But how did you initially get into Sype? Was it just through your, your corporate job? Is that how you discovered it? Or like, how did you find it? Well, you know, to think back, I remember understanding the value of community involvement. And I think that's something that, you know, people often look at successful people and, you know, well, your dad must have gave you the company or, you know, you, you know, just naturally were able to kind of find that success or you knew you had a rich uncle that helped pay for the money to do it, whatever. And I think the problem there is that I think there's so much value in community involvement when you put the more, the more you put in, the more you get back from it. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. I'm sorry. I get so excited when you say stuff like that, because literally giving back and gratitude and showing your appreciation, it's just like part of the human flow. Like that's why our world's a little messed up. I feel like there's not enough compassion and giving back and gratitude. Like that's, we have to do that to keep the cycle going. And I love, love, love that you value that. Absolutely. And I think understanding that from, you know, the younger you can or the earlier in your business you can, I think the faster and more growth you'll see in a shorter period of time. Right. And so I think for me, I just, you know, that's what I was told. It's like, well, you know, get involved. And I think that, you know, just naturally growing up, you know, I was kind of involved in everything. I I didn't really have one thing I was good at. You know, I played sports, I did modeling, I, you know, had this, this and this. And so you know, for me, I just, I wanted to find a better way to kind of meet people that were like me, right? Because, you know, yeah. even some of my best friends, they go, what do you mean you go to a networking event, right? Like, what the heck, what do you do at a networking event, right? Yes, exactly. Well, Building that yeah, community I, of like-minded people. You need those. Of course, it's awesome to have tons of different people. I love all that. But with your 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 work and your business, like, it's so good. You need those. Like we were saying, like, it's like mentorship, but even support from this level. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. It is. And I mean, what I loved about Scythe and, you know, there are tons of organizations out there, especially, like you said, you know, if it's something that's kind of a niche to your own business, you know, there are a lot of organizations out there that focus just on that. You know, there's two that I also sit on the board for one called Advocates, right? And so it's an advocacy group for financial advisors across Canada. And so for that, you spit kind of like a, you know, you find a niche, you never know what can come out of that. When I go back to Scythe, what I think is really cool is that you know, we have, you know, every industry sector you can think of in there. Yes. The electricians, to the real estate agent, to the, the, you know, the tech companies and that. And so, 
you know, I find these people come out of it and they're all looking at each other and especially telling me in my role now going, you know, this is, this has been the best event yet or my best year in my business yet, because at your events, you know, I met my, my accountant, I met a lawyer, you know, I met someone that gave me some advice on a business idea I never thought of or new technology that came out I didn't know about. So go out, listen, shake someone's hand, you know, you never know what's going to come out of that. It's so true. And like, again, I keep thinking of like just even different events because like my partner, he has a fashion line. So they his they had a fashion show like they were they were featured there. So I went, of course, because let's go. But I met such good people and I got I had people come on my podcast just from that event, just from going out and being like, hey, and it was just so natural. I think something too to bring light to because I know not everybody's outgoing or they're shy and that's totally fine like to go into a room of people they don't know and be like hi so do you have any words of advice for people who maybe have a hard time with networking like is it just one of those things where you're like you just got to do it or do you give people advice of maybe say stuff like this two things kind of come to mind I I think the first thing is just to remember that everyone's in your shoes. Like whether you're outgoing or you're not outgoing, everyone's in the same shoe as you are. They're all just looking to meet someone new. They never know where that conversation will go. And you'd be shocked about how amazing or, you know, what amazing things can happen out of it. So trying to keep that kind of in, in the front of your mind would probably be the first one. Um, you know, I think the second one too is that I always try and encourage a lot of entrepreneurs or professionals I work with that like asking me questions. So, you know, you know, stop asking the things like, so how was your week or what's <laughs> yeah, the, the the fluffy and questions. Then, yeah, like get in there. <laughs> why they where how they got to where they are? You know, why do they want to be what they are? Where did they find the, you know, resources to get to where they were? Like just try and ask things that were a little bit different. Sometimes even for entrepreneurs too, they also you could think of questions that you would want to be asked. So, you know, you kind of put themselves in their shoes too. So, yeah, and and that's not easy. I mean, heck, you could probably Google some of those type of questions, but, you know, knowing your shoes is is so helpful and might calm a little bit about the, you know, nervousness. Oh, for sure. And, like, sometimes too, like, I've done a lot of, like, public speaking and acting and pageant queen, all that stuff, but it's all about presentation and speaking. So I feel like for me, I've had so much practice at it. So that, cause when I was very, very little, I was very shy, but I, that didn't last long, I guess, but still I was very shy. Like I did not, and I still don't, like I still, I don't always want attention on me, but sometimes, you know, it just happens that way. But I would practice in front of the mirror, like do that. It will calm you because it'll become like a muscle memory in your brain. You'll just think of the questions. If you have them Googled and you're like, oh God, I'm going to forget practice. Like pretend like you're running lines or something. It might feel silly, but it helps. And it helps you see your face, kind of what you look like when you're engaging. It it, it all helps because body language is, it is for me anyway. I read body language big time. It is. And it's, it's right. It's like putting yourself on paper, you know, writing your own bio is one of the most awkward things to do because you're not sure what you're supposed to say, how you're supposed to say it depends on the audience and all the things. And, you know, and then you're trying to say, well, now I've got to record myself and then watch it. It's cringy. It is really one of the most cringy things, but it is so helpful because you're right. You know, I'm, you know, again, I kind of, I don't know if I would claim it on the Ukrainian background, but I talk with my hands a lot. And so I have to calm myself from not talking with my hands. And I also pace a lot. You know, so am I pacing too much? Am I making enough eye contact? Am I, you know, being too expressive, even though that shouldn't be? (laughs) Yes, right. I'm all about it. Let me have it. It's the right place for it here. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Good. I'm glad. But yeah, I do that all the time, you know, especially, yeah, people, you know, I do a lot of public speaking myself and 
you know, well, oh, you're just so outgoing, you're just good at it. And it's like, no, I spent hours perfecting the things that I didn't like about how I public speak. I recorded myself, you know, I had someone else come with me and, you know, make signs at me. If, if I was talking my hands too much, you know, they would do yeah. this. Or, <laughs> or like also two filler words, we all do it. And I yeah. find like, like the ums or the you knows or the whatevers. That is yeah. like, I think when you're like, when you're just talking to a friend, it's just whatever, like you don't think about it as much. But yeah. like, if you're in front of people or doing something like it's, it's very, you have to be mindful of that. So it's like, I think too, I love speaking from the heart, but being mindful of what you're saying is very yeah. important. Like kind of having a little bit of a game plan. It doesn't have to be perfectly planned, depending on what you're doing, of course, but yeah. 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 Well, even you're right. And I found one thing for me, because I think I was so nervous sometimes, I would just end up talking so fast. And I naturally do talk fast. I right? do too. <laughs> to not only stop walking so fast, stop moving my hands, stop talking so quickly. And and that was tough. And so some of the best advice I got too when I was, you know, trying to really get the, that public speaking perfected was just just slow down. And if you pause, because you actually can't remember what you're about to say, that's okay. Just pause. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know the difference. Yeah. And I, and breathing. I always bring it back to the breath and people are like, okay, yoga girl. But I'm like, no, <laughs> it is the most grounding thing you can do when you're up here, which a lot of people get nervous. Even myself, I get nervous if I'm going to go talk in front of people, but I use it. Like I yeah. use my nerves to, I don't know, it just works. But yeah. big deep breaths. If you have to take one when you're up there, that's okay too, because your body will yeah. thank you. It will be like, thank God. Absolutely. I'm like, I can calm down a little bit. Yeah. You know, and, and that even goes to say, I think a lot of people respect when you are in a vulnerable position, especially when you're on stage or, you know, publicly speaking. So, yeah. you know, I find, you know, the more honest and kind of humble and down to earth you are, the more people like it. You know, like, yes. I, you know, I've taken, you know, ridiculous jokes to stages that people are like, I don't even know how she has the guts to say that. <laughs> you know, and it's just. Yeah, to me, it was kind of being the funny, goofy Ukrainian girl was kind of my that's thing. Who you, that's who you are, though. Like, that's you. And I think that's so important is honor who you are. Because I feel that, yes. like, I'm going to just be natural and silly and funny. Like, that's that's our that's yeah. where our personality is. So let yourself shine, yeah. too. Like, also don't feel too, like, um too robotic. Like, you don't have Structure. to, like, practice so exactly. Like, you can let yourself be. And people respond so much better to that. One of the notes I've always received is, like, they like uh, in university too, we'd have to give presentations and things. They'd be like, we felt like you were talking to us. Like it felt so natural. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. I'm like nailed it. Like, that's what I wanted. Even <laughs> though it was for like some crazy business thing, which should be very formal, but I'm like, that's not my personality. And it would not read right if I was too formal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There is. And yeah. And it comes from, you know, kind of like standing up for what you believe in and, you know, kind of really embracing that piece that you want to share with other people. And, and sometimes that's not hard to express, right? It's that's something that, you know, when you're kind of going back into really standing up for what you believe in, you know, I've had experiences like that where it can go really bad and it go really well. And for me, the outcomes were great because at the end of the day, I was standing up for what I believed in. Yes, and queen. so, you know, yes. I wanted to ask you, you just struck this in my head when you were speaking. I want to talk about being a woman in business. Do you have a, you know, like, I feel like as, you know, as women, we've come a yeah. long way in those terms. Do you yeah. find that 
in today's world and what you do, is there still hardships? If so, what kinds? Or do you feel like very, I'm sure, I know you feel empowered or you wouldn't be doing what you're doing, but do you still find there's little struggles here and there being a woman in business? Yeah, it's interesting to watch over the past 10 years how it has evolved a lot and in a good way. Yes. You know, because there was a time over my 10 years where it felt like as a woman, you just were given a seat because you're a woman. You know, right. it wasn't observed or, you know, something that you were capable of, right? It was, yeah, you've got blonde hair and yeah, that's just why you're there. And so at that point, then you're kind of being, you know, and that's just a bit of a traditional mentality too. And, you know, among other things, it's just kind of keeping you in your place. You know, we'll mm. let you have the seat, but we're not really going to let you participate. I don't personally find that as much anymore. And it could be, you know, some of the organizations I'm in. I've actually seen more organizations where you're seeing women take the power seat and take yes, those seats presidents. And yeah, so I love that. Seeing that slip, right? And, you know, there are tons of statistics out there. I've seen it on the corporate side, even on the volunteer side, that, you know, having that empathetic, um, you know, mentality from a woman, it adds a lot to what can happen in a corporate setting or on a board. I agree 1000%. At the end of the day, it comes yeah. back to people and being, you have to care. Like we have to care about people. Like that's, I just think we need to take it back to basics sometimes. And that's like yeah. the key, right? Yeah. I love so much that the women world has transformed. And I know it has, but I like to hear it straight from someone who's right <laughs> up in there. I'm like, yes. And it's so good to see it because, you know, yeah. well overdue in my opinion. Absolutely. <laughs> Take that president seat, honey. <laughs> Thank you. Deserved. <laughs> yes. What would you tell your younger self? Like if you knew what you knew now, what would you tell young Shayla? Oh boy, that is a loaded question. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, there oh, there's so many directions I could go with that. I think, you know, probably one of the biggest is just, you know accepting and you know seeking that mentorship I think is really important you know kind of humbling yourself to be you know it's okay you know following from someone's footsteps because I find you know a lot of times you know you're you know in my experience you know I, was, I felt like I was trying to be somebody and I wasn't really listening or you know realizing who I was so in part of that mentorship what's happened from my experience is that you know I found people that believed in me and those were the ones that really wanted to help mentor you too yeah you know and I can think of even you know from the corporate world you know there was a lady I worked with and she is incredible and I always just wanted to be her but I'm not able to do everything like her I'm going to be able to do the successful things that she's taught me in the way that I am able with to a do Shayla it. twist yes with a Shayla twist exactly mm -hmm. and so you know things that I really appreciate about some of her mentorship is that you know she was the same person whether you know in our travels you know when we stopped by her family farm she was the same person there as she was on stage in front of thousands of people, one-on-one. -on -one. You know, she was that humble, beautiful heart that you wanted to see more people be like. I love that. So, that. That speaks to my soul too. I love people like that. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I think it was, you know, you know, not being so hard on yourself. It is okay to make mistakes. You're, you're going to, and especially if you don't seek that mentorship and, you know, listen to it is another piece of it because I think, you know, it comes with a lot of, you know, believing in yourself, you know, recognize when someone believes in you and run with that, you know, kind of back to what we were saying about that intuition or the tingles you get. Yeah. Because I think, you know, when you're, and in my experience, I guess I just, you know, again, I kind of went back to that. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And so, you know, whether it was, 
you know, my growing up or not having that big, big, you know, older sibling to kind of follow in their footsteps. You know, I was just trying to create a path that I was excited about. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's tough because you don't really know where you're going. So, yeah, finding some mentorship, I think, would have been, you know, a big, a big piece, you know, standing up yeah. for what you believe in would probably be one of the second. That is probably going to be the one tough thing in your 20s to stand up what you truly believe in because you're just trying to survive. (laughs) Oh, and figure yourself out. I did so much growing in my 20s. Like, oh my God. Like, I'm just saying like, yes, I'm still me to my core, but the girl you knew, I am like so far removed from that. Like in in good ways though, like in growth ways, like I'm no longer numbing my pain with partying. You know, you're you're dealing with my shit and healing and all the things and stepping back into myself. So I think that's important to note too for people is if you lose yourself or if you are dealing with things you can bounce back like you can do it absolutely I know one of the other mentors I had too and you know she still is to this day and she's you know a friend and mom figure people call us Thelma and Louise when we're on vacation like (laughs) and so you know she said things to me like you know I know who I am and I know where I'm going and just the way she said it was powerful, uh, you know, and I kind of would say it to myself, but when I first started saying it to myself, it was this week, like, I think I know who I am. I, I might know where I'm going. And now it's like, I know who I am and I know where I'm going. Yes. And so just find, find that thing that makes you stick and that saying, that affirmation, and you tell yourself it every morning and every night and run with it and just and love and embrace that. Yes. And don't let people shake you. If you know, and we're talking when you know, no, not when you're kind of iffy about it. It's when you know, no, no one can take that from you. And from my experience, it took me a long ass time to kind of figure out my direction. Cause again, too, I'm like, I want to do everything. And I have 5 million ideas. I'm going to do them all. It's like, girl, slow your roll (laughs) one at a time. Like, you know, You know, and it, it comes back to, or sometimes I think about, you know, you know, in my life, you know, like I, I wasn't a girl who married her high school sweetheart. You know, I had different relationships, like you said, different job and aspirations. And so, you know, I even found, you know, I had friends that were really close to me being critics because, you know, I only wanted what the guy wanted. I didn't have my own hobby or thing. When I went, that's not true, because even when I went into travel, as a perfect little example, you know. I was already involved in the triathlon world and I met a guy in the triathlon world, but to them, the outsider looking in, it was, oh, she just did triathlons because that guy liked it, you know, or, you know, I like going ice fishing, you know, Mm -hmm. but now it's just because my current partner, Logan, who I absolutely love and adore, he likes that. But everyone forgot that in high school, I did an entire year of wildlife training and went on a crazy trip up north. And that's so cool. Like, Take an adventure. Why not? You know? Heck yeah. I love that. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's it's such a good point. Like, that you, you're like, I've already been all up in this stuff. It was not because of another person. This was my thing. And I just followed that. And you just happened to encounter people along the way. Like, yeah. And those experiences always stay with you, right? Like, I am so glad that, you know, and, and to this day, you know, those friends are still in my life. And it wasn't a, you know, earth shattering, oh my goodness, you know, it was just a comment, but it stuck with you, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew what I believed in, that I knew that those were things that I was truly interested in. I wasn't doing them for anyone else. And so that's another thing to kind of tell my younger self is that do it for you, not for somebody else. There's something yes. you're running at, you do it for you, not because someone else is influencing you to do it. And that's tough, right? Because we're all faced with a lot of challenges, especially in our younger 20s. (laughs) Yes, that journey, girl, like trying to find yourself and like 
trying all the things because you're not sure like what feels right for me oh my god i can so relate to that <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh in a big way and it's like it's just important because we're all different yeah. i think some people naturally can stand in their own ground easier and then others yeah. you have to learn it a little more it it depends i think and it depends who you're around. There's so many things, but at the end of the day, it does always come back to you. And no matter what, find what works for you. If you have to say like affirmations or things to be like, I'm not gonna be swayed by this. This is me, this is my truth. And that's what's up, that's the tea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And like you said, and that can change. And you know, I think sometimes as you know, an entrepreneur and, and you know, even when you're building yourself as a professional, you know, you're, some people are a little hesitant to, you know, kind of tell people what their goals are. And I actually think that's okay sometimes because yeah. again, you're going to go back to, you know, they may be that critic that you just stop what you're doing. And I think it's okay that, you know, you have your own time, whether it's, you know, like me, sometimes I'll literally have to schedule time in, you know, to do my affirmation stuff or my vision boards or, you know, kind of those personal goals, you know, or it's a nightly thing or morning thing, but I think keeping those front and center, whether you tell people or not, is so important because it keeps you accountable and it exactly. keeps you moving forward. And sometimes when you open things up and it's okay to, but, but beware that you will get criticism, whether good or bad. Exactly. And I think too, having the safe people who you know are going to tell you things with love because there's ways people say things sometimes where I'm like, you're not saying that for my best intention. You're saying that because yep. of whatever you're dealing with and that has absolutely nothing to yep. do with me. So I think being mindful of who you choose to be open yeah. with is also very yep. key because even if they're telling you something that may be more on the criticism side, if it's said with love and you know it's met with good intentions, yeah. it, it can be received differently and it may not take the wind out of your sails. So I think that's always important to note for people as yeah. well, because sometimes it's so challenging. The people that are closest in our lives maybe aren't the people you should talk to about some of these things. And I hate saying that, but it's the truth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is for sure. And I think that, you know, it's, it's, it sucks that way too, because especially as, you know, I'm 10 years in my career. And so now I really am looking back to kind of pass it forward and, you know, start my mentorship role with people that are younger than, you know, than myself. And, yeah. and, and again, you know what, I shouldn't even say younger, because it may just be someone that's just starting out or whatever, right? Sometimes you can mentor me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm older than you, but I'll take your boss bitch wisdom every day. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, and I think it kind of, for me, I just, I've always truly believed that you never know what you say can hurt or, you know, empower someone. And so I think it's, you're right, that criticism has to be very, you know, you have to be careful about sometimes how you say it, even though, right, you know, it needs to be said sometimes, but you've got to be careful on how that person interprets it and the effects and impact it can have. Because words have so much impact and I am not just a sensitive woman when I say that. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No. And it's sometimes it's how it's said too. It's like, yeah. there's all these factors. I know we're talking about public speaking and things, but that comes back. It's tone, right? How you like, you could say the exact same sentence as someone else, but if you say it differently, you're going to take it differently. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I feel like people need to remember too, because sometimes I've encountered people, they don't think, that their tone sounds a certain type of way. And I'm yeah. like, do you hear yourself? Like, it does, it sounds mean. Yeah, I'll record you, you sound real serious right now and I don't know how to take it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it is. Yeah, it can change very quickly and that dynamic can change. 
Right. And like, you don't want no one taking the wind out of your sails when you know what's up. And that's, again, it comes back to what Shayla said. You need to stand true in yourself. And it's, again, for some, it's easier than others. It's been a process for me, for sure. Like, oh God, the things that happen in life can shift you and change you, not in bad ways, but the challenges can affect how you see yourself. And if you're rebuilding that sense of self, Mm -hmm. lean in and love yourself because You are awesome and beautiful and you deserve everything. All of us do. Every human who is here is here for a reason. We're all here to impact in some way. doesn't matter what that looks like because we're all different. Yeah. And just truly leaning in. I think that's so important. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I agree. I think being that, you know, so true to who you really are and and that that changes sometimes. You might not know that certain points, like you said, and you can always find that again. Um, but I think, you know, what people run into and where they kind of go off their path is when you're right, they're not listening to what that means for them. You know, they, they might not know who they are. And so they're trying to be someone they're not. And again, going back to even social media, you know, that is like the death of people sometimes when it comes to changing who they are, you know, overnight, it seems like, yeah, I think I'm just going to quit everything and do this. And that's great. But is that really what you want? Because exactly. I find even too, from a relationship standpoint to family to I'm not where I want to be in business, you open TikTok or, you know, uh, I don't know, TV even sometimes, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, I don't even know who I am or what I'm doing. Or it's whatever. the comparitis, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, the comparing. It's, it's a different world because I just feel like it's just exploded so much. And again, it's a good thing, but it's also got, it's, it's like anything in life. I feel like it's a little too much. Sometimes we need some moderation because what you see again, is the highlight reel for the most part. Like I know people keep it real and people post things that are vulnerable, which is awesome. But for the most part, you're in control of what you're putting out there and people are going to take it as like what they see. And they may not know all the other parts that are in there because they're just seeing one thing. So yeah, that's so, so true comparitis we love you social media in some ways but we do not like you in other ways (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh my gosh you've shared so much awesome wisdom with us this this conversation flew i'm like we're gonna have to have you back because i feel like there's more we could touch on but do you have any final words of wisdom for us yeah i agree kaylee honestly i feel like we could talk forever there's so many stories that you know everyone kind of goes through and has in their path and yeah i think I think some of the things that I've learned in, you know, my past that, you know, whether it's, I wish I knew them sooner, or I'm just really happy I know them now yeah. is just, I know who I am and I know where I'm going. And I think that's something, if you can find out what that is, listen to that, rehearse it, practice it, envision it and make that happen. And it is maybe just make it happen is in your head, right? You'll find yeah. a way to do it. If you really believe in what you're doing, you will find a way to make it happen mic drop (laughs) that was amazing yes oh my gosh thank you so so much for coming on today i really appreciate it absolutely thank you kaylee so much for having me it was fantastic love catching up with you and happy to continue to see your growth and your journey as well yes we're just two boss babes supporting each other you know that's another thing too lessen the competition with women we are, we can all go there together like let's go girls Absolutely. shania twain said it best let's go girls <laughs> yeah she said it the best and i'm still singing it to this day <laughs> oh that song okay i love the meme where it's like i don't know what it is but when i hear let's go girls i want to kick a door down i i so relate <laughs> to that i like i feel like everyone who loves that song feels 
the same way. As soon as you hear it, the yeah. let's go girls. And then that, that yeah. first beat, I'm like, okay, we're here. Clear the dance yeah. floor. <laughs> I'm fired up. Let's do this. <laughs> yes. Maybe that yeah. could be people's pump up song. If you need to get yourself going in the morning, just put that on. <laughs> I agree. I love it. Oh my gosh. Also too, did you want to plug in your social medias or anything? If people want to reach out, maybe people listening in Saskatchewan might want to check out Sipe. If you'd like to plug anything in, you can go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd say pretty true to my name for social media platforms. I'd be pretty confident on my LinkedIn and Facebook is probably the best places to find me, which is Shayla Romanition. <laughs> that's my brand and that's where you can find me on some of those channels. So yeah, I would love for anyone to reach out if there's, you know, any curiosity with anything we talked about. I am absolutely open and ears for some chats. Awesome. Oh my gosh. And you're so great to talk to. So anyone listening, if you feel called to reach out to Shayla, she's so great. I'll definitely, if you're on YouTube in the description box, everything will be linked there for Shayla. And also on the podcast, the show notes, you can find all the links there. So if you want to check her out, I'll make sure I have everything listed. So there'll be no confusion. <laughs> we were talking about her name earlier. So you won't miss her. I'm sure you're the only one, the only Shayla Romanition that's there. So <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. I, you know, we are uh, a rare bunch those ukrainians with uh, unique last names so i would say so you'll be able to find me no problem <laughs> oh i love it thank you so much i just want to express my gratitude to you again i really appreciate it like this just means the world to me because i feel like each soul that comes on this or listens or whatever you're building something with me and it's just beautiful to see it and it just fills me with so much joy and i love hearing your stories and just letting you share your light with the world because you're shining girl yeah. Thanks, Gail. I really appreciate that. And, you know, honestly, right back to you. I think it's amazing what you are working on and what you're growing. And I'm 100% behind you to support and appreciate it. And I agree. I think women can do a lot when we're working together and not working against each other. So thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Love it. And look forward to hearing some more podcasts from you. Preach it, sister. I think that's the perfect way to end our tea time for today, everyone. So thank you to the listeners. I want to express my love and light to you as always. And we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs>